0: He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now.
1: Lynch for simply being black, nothing more. With white crowds, white families <clears throat> gathered to celebrate the spectacle, taking pictures. Of the bodies and mailing them my postcards, hard to believe,
2: but that's what was done, and some people still want to do that. All right, I'm, I'm Drew Burke. Was that was Joe Biden, talking about lynchings, making it seem like it's a current phenomenon? It's not, it's not. There's like literally probably three six sick people, on on the planet or this country that even think about lynchings, let alone do anything, about it. But I love that he always has to go there. He's, he's made up these stories in his mind. He's made up these talking points in his mind. And he goes into them so frequently that he, he in Joe's defense, he, he legitimately believes that that's the period of, of our country that we're living in right now. It's not. It's, it's remarkable. All right, folks, we hope you had a great weekend. Excited to be back with you today, Monday. Lots of people coming in. Hi to all of you as you make your way in. Please hit that like button as you do. Uh, It would be so kind of you to do that. Um, We're going to be over on Red Voice Media for Booze and Banter, like we have been. But we keep telling you because we need to get more people there. So come on. Come join us. You can go to redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew to sign up. Then go to redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB. Or just click. The homepage has actually been updated on Red Voice Media. Just click the live tab and you'll find us. The chat will be there. All of that. So come on over. It's going to be fun. Get yourself a drink. Bring some questions. All of that stuff. Hey, Fortune Zero from Switzerland. Um, we We got tons to get into. We're going to talk East Palestine a little bit today. We're going to talk Joe Biden, who didn't go to East Palestine, but he did go to Ukraine. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the possibility of another balloon making its way into our airspace. Rosie O'Donnell got something right. Keith Olbermann got kind of something right. We're talking about two of the angriest people on the planet today. So that's all coming up but we got to talk about one of the dumbest people on the planet and let's start there because we've got do we have that kamala clip yes we do hang on we've got we've got i was trying to get something else in (laughs) oh you're you're good we've got kamala harris who's one of the most unimpressive human beings ever ever to hold political office and she decided that she was going to describe her boss alleged boss joe biden this way
3: And in Joe Biden, we have a president who is probably one of the boldest and strongest American presidents we have had in his response to the needs of the American people.
2: Hmm. I love how she described him essentially like a cup of coffee. The supposed leader of the free world. Bold and strong. And I. I mean, that's got to be what she's talking about, right, coffee? Because those are not the words that come to mind when you think of Joe Biden. You probably think of words like feckless, brittle, maybe rapey, corrupt, indecisive, moronic. You might want to describe him as he does others, a dog-faced, lying pony soldier. But certainly not strong, certainly not not bold. Kamala's just not smart. She proves that time and time again, and neither is Joe. And in fairness, it's not just those two. Most of the people who work in government aren't. They're not the best and brightest. We all wish that that was the case. We wish that we had our smartest, our A-team in D.C. representing us. We don't. We don't. Even the Democrat loyalists are wanting to replace Joe because they know he's falling apart in front of the entire world. The propagandists and corporate media are running out of excuses to cover for the guy some of them have just stopped giving excuses and they're, they're going after them. not all of them but we're i don't know maybe three missteps i don't know what the exact number is three missteps from the tide turning and a, a huge group of voices within the democrat party rising to the top and saying that they need to move in a different direction we've talked about that i keep saying that and then and then i keep getting surprised when he sticks around and they keep him around so Lord knows. Lord knows what we're in for the next couple of years here and beyond. But let's talk about Biden. Because he, he made a surprise visit to East Palestine today to check on the residents, their well-being, see how they're doing after the Norfolk Southern deal. And, I'm, and obviously, I'm kidding. He didn't go anywhere. He hates America. His party hates America. And he and his administration continue to ignore the plight of residents of East Palestine they just do. In fact, the EPA, by the way, the EPA said, and this is, this is a rough quote, but the EPA said that we'll get there, we'll provide support when conditions on the ground are safe. That's, that's how we're handling things here. But he didn't go there. He did, you saw the B-roll there. He made a surprise visit to America's 51st state, Ukraine, and met with Governor Zelensky. He arrived there this morning by train, which... Side point, from a security perspective, it's, it's crazy that the Secret Service allowed this to happen, allowed the President of the United States, the leader of the free world, to travel by train into a war zone. There's zero control over your mode of transportation. Your contingency plans are limited. I mean, the train derails, the train's attacked. Uh, how are, How is this person moved? What's your contingency for Exville? Joe's not exactly swift on his feet. Anyways, it was it was a weird decision. But <clears throat> it seemed like maybe just a photo op, and that's all the... I mean, everything with the Democrats is optics. So he pulled a Mayor Pete biking to work like he did. I love, by the way, going back to that clip how it showed him getting out of the car, having Secret Service or his his security detail get the bike out, and then he rode it in. By the way, um, <clears throat> if you think about it, him... him skipping out on the residents who are suffering big time in east palestine ohio him not helping americans all of that then traveling by train to kiev was a deliberate you" to the people of east palestine and the rest of america frankly he's saying i don't care about you you can all go and die ukrainian people and everything we've got going on there is all that i care about it's way more important to me than what's happening in ohio you can say, "Oh, that's probably not what they were doing." I don't know, because nothing Democrats ever do is by accident. They are way too concerned about optics. So the more they keep pushing this narrative about Joe taking a train to Kiev, the more that it's meant to—whether it's meant to or not—the more that it does disrespect the people of East Palestine, Palestine, excuse me. But the vegetable sat down, and he, you saw some B-roll of it a second ago. There, met with Zelensky promised him $500 million in extra assistance, including artillery, ammunition, javelins, howitzers, as well as more sanctions on Russia. He also found some time to lay a a wreath at the Ukrainian Wall of Remembrance. It's so nice, so nice that the meatloaf took the time to commemorate all the Nazis who have been killed so far in the fighting in Russia and Ukraine. He also promised, this was a doozy, did you see this coming? He promised to pay Ukrainian pensions for government workers. Did you know your tax dollars were going to be put in the pockets of corrupt Ukrainian government workers? We knew that they were through different means, but now it's like an overt mean, like we're also gonna, we're gonna give you all this money, you can do whatever you want with it, but now we're also gonna take care of your pensions too. It shouldn't be surprising to anyone but it certainly further proves what we always talk about here on the show, is that these guys, this Democrat Party, the D.C. Uniparty, they hate Americans. And the depths of corruption and blatant hatred by this party, I mean, it's just on full display, my gosh. But the more money our government sinks into Ukraine and in their fight against Russia, Russia is just another way of, of them giving you, us, collectively, all of us, the finger and this, this trip, what it comes down to, this trip right here is like the largest on-location budget and shoot for a political ad campaign, maybe in history. Because that's what this is. Again, it's optics with these guys. And as they're doing that, as they're wasting American taxpayer dollars, they're leading us right into World War III. He's going to be that guy. He's going to make the promise if he decides to run and if they decide to let him run in 2024 He's going to be the guy that makes the promise to keep us out of world war like Woodrow Wilson did during his campaign. If anyone remembers what happened after that promise, three months, uh, three months into his next term, we were fully involved in World War I. And I fear that Biden's taking us down the same path. It just seems that way. But his, his trip's going to continue elsewhere. It's not just there. It's not just this surprise visit to, to Z-Man and, and to visit people in Ukraine. Because after several weeks now of shooting down $12 Hobby Lobby balloons with $500,000 apiece Sidewinder missiles and letting the Chinese balloon, spy balloon, conduct its mission over the United States and conclude its mission over the United States, he's decided to flex against Putin and is going to head over to Poland to meet with polish president duda, i don 't know if I'm saying his right his name right, but I like saying it Duda, so that's what I'm going with and other NATO leaders. but it comes at a time when u s officials believe that Ukrainian defenses are about to get hit with this you know pretty well telegraphed Russian spring offensive. the ground's going to thaw, the weather's going to improve, and they're they're going to launch their their assaults, so many believe, and so so the Russians have said. <clears throat> but this is... This is what's happening. And we're seeing... I mean, we're seeing, man, the United States military-industrial complex is at war. At war with Russia. And what's, what's so interesting about all of this is we talk about all the time, I talk about all the time, how, man, this doesn't make sense. This isn't our fight. It does make sense when you... When you look at what's at stake here for them, not for us. But isn't it weird how all the anti-war left, all those radical progressive folks in the left who are so anti-war, protest about war, don't shower for days and weeks because of war. They're silent. They're silent. It's it's so strange and otherworldly to feel these roles reversed on us. You've got these shit libs out there. Screaming that democracy is at stake. We have to prevent Putin from taking over parts of Ukraine by any means necessary. I never, I never thought I'd see the day where anti-war hippies from Berkeley and Lindsey Graham would be warmongering on the same side, totally on the same page. I was reading this story on Politico and a paragraph jumped out at me. I'll read it. In a private Zoom, Zoom meeting that is, Wednesday with outside experts, he had Secretary of State and Anthony Blinken, who said that Ukraine's recapture of Crimea is a red line for Putin. That's one reason why the U.S. is encouraging Kyiv to focus on where the majority of the fighting is, even if Washington still says any and all decisions on countering Russia are Ukraine's decision alone. Is it? Just, I mean, first of all, we talked about the president going on a train earlier. There's some issues with that, but is it just me? We we had talked about the China balloon, but is it just me, or does it seem a little informal that you've got? Antony Blinken having a meeting about our support of Ukraine against Russia on a Zoom call. You would think, and I know for a fact, because I worked in, in, in secure, secure high levels of the government, <clears throat> that our government would have more secure ways, capabilities of having these conversations. And of course, in fact, we do. But now, let's just you know, we'll send you a we'll send you a link via email for a Zoom link. That'll be fine. It's just national security matters, possibly World War III. No big deal. No big deal. Shouldn't surprise anyone since this same administration is sending out messages to the media via TikTok. And, it, and, and, and honestly, we can bitch about it and say all of that stuff. But what, is, I mean, what does it really even matter at this point? It really doesn't. Right? We let a Chinese spy balloon sit over nuclear missile silos 150 of them gather all the information that they that they want for the better part of a week and then we shot it down so we couldn't recover it we may as well add china to all of our top secret zoom calls it's just insanity this same administration making all these stupid decisions that a 12 year old could figure out not to do that shared the you know shared intelligence and and operations and data with the taliban in the final days in Kabul. But I mentioned the balloon there. Speaking of balloons, we might have another one, folks, because there's multiple commercial flights that have been reporting a large white balloon somewhere between the 40,000 and 50,000 foot mark, 500 miles east of Honolulu. And again, I would say, y'all, this should surprise no one. China's not going to stop because they had a balloon shot down over the Atlantic that we can't find now. We can't find all of the rest of the the components. They're going to continue to send spy balloons. They're going to increase their fentanyl importation and use different ways to further cripple the United States. Why wouldn't they? They know Biden and the Democrats hate our country as much as they do. And they're not going to do anything to stop them, the Biden administration, that is. So all of this stuff is going to be a new normal until something very significant happens. A change in leadership, which would be great if we can win a damn election. Or something far worse. You know, that would be a good scenario. Something far worse. This we're on a horrible trajectory here. I think I think you get the point there. And if I'm them, I just keep coming. And if I'm them, I'm telling Russia, I'm telling Vlad. I'm telling after after I get done staring at Kim Yo-jong, I'm gonna tell, you know, Kim. <clears throat> Kim Jong, like, hey, w- w- listen, take advantage of this. Do whatever you want. I'm going to talk to Iran. And they already are. They're sending you know, warships to the Panama Canal. All, all of these people are making these moves because of how weak we are and because they know they can get away from it. And in the case of China, they're bought, these, you know, so many people are bought and paid for, not just the Bidens, people throughout Washington, D.C., people throughout the country. It's insane. It's insane how much progress they've made in changing things here without having to fire a bullet, without having to use a bomb, any of that. All right. We're running a little late on A Block, so let's get to question of the day. And it's this. You have to choose one. Don't give me a, I'm not going with either one. But the question is this. Who do you want to read you a bedtime story? Someone's reading it to you. I'll even let you pick the book, but you got to pick between Nancy Pelosi or Kamala Harris. Who do you want to read you a bedtime story? Nancy Pelosi or Kamala Harris? We'll get to your responses on the other side. We'll also talk about how Keith Olbermann is calling for civil war in our country. All that's coming up on the other side of the break. Stick around.
4: Our foundation and our principles being around the ability to create health and happiness, but we won't stop there. Being able to identify the real issues, the health and wellness space, doctors, pharma, biotech, in my opinion is predicated on managed care. There is an approach to some cures per se, but there hasn't been a real focus on the cause. So
5: this company, Root Wellness, is a game changer because they have developed products that actually help people detox the bad things out of their body and then support their bodies to wellness by putting in things into the body that will help the body perform and work at an optimal level. Because of all the disease and because we're not taking care of our earth, our environment, our bodies. We're not doing great. One out of seven boys is going to be born with autism? I I don't even know what to say about that, to be honest. The fact that our diabetes, obesity is going up by 20 to 30% a year, and the fact that we're fighting cancer and autoimmune disorders and it's only getting worse, you didn't used to hear about ALS. You didn't used to hear all the time about Parkinson's and now it's everywhere. And it's because of the fact that our bodies need more support. Initially, when I worked on the products, I knew that I had children that were sick. I had family members that had cancer. I had had Lyme's disease and cancer. Um, We had a lot of stuff that we had to deal with in our family, like Alzheimer's, dementia. I wanted products that would help people in those areas because I knew that my family would take it and we needed it. We're giving people the tools that they need um, to go out there especially in today's environment, so that they're as healthy as they can be and they can withstand whatever life throws at them. So Clean Slate is the foundation product of Root Wellness.
4: Clean Slate, honestly, is better living through biochemistry. A simple, safe, systemic approach to remove toxins from from our system.
5: And so I always tell people, you know, you take the trash out in your house every day, why aren't you taking the trash out of your body? Zero In is a product that's really what it says it is. It helps you zero in on performance, zero in on what you're focused on.
4: Zero In is really simple. It's dopamine and serotonin on demand. You want mental focus, clarity, cognitive function, feel good, sleep good.
5: So Restore is a product that does what it says it does. It's, it was made to, after you're detoxing and you're getting your body to zero in and focus, to restore the overall body.
4: It's a strategic combination of ingredients that will help restore your gut, but help your body reduce inflammation and, and function better in conjunction with its siblings. Remove the bad stuff, put amazing stuff in and let your body handle the rest, because we're made to be amazing. We just haven't unlocked the potential until now.
2: All right, do check out the Root Brands. Man, they're awesome. You've seen Dr. Christina Rama on the show. She's an amazing person. You've seen Clayton who was on that video on the show too. all right let's get to some answers the question of the day if you're coming in late is you have to have one of the two read you a bedtime story nancy pelosi or kamala harris fortune zero says kamala i guess Minnie says neither Minnie, that's cheating we you know the rules around here you're a long timer i know that shelby uh suddenly i have sleep anxiety carolyn says kamala. harris because it'll be full of cackling nancy's story would be monotone and boring Pelosi because hopefully she'd pass out quickly. That's a fair point, Shirley. That's a good one. Pelosi if she brings booze. That's great. That's awesome. You've got uh <clears throat> James says Nancy because she's got a su- a good supply of booze. That's true. That's true. I like that answer. She you know she's coming, she's coming heavy. What else do we got? <clears throat> There's so many there's so many comments that you guys are having conversations elsewise, too. Kamala, Kamala, Cam Cam. Pelosi, she'd probably fall asleep, <laughs> says Judy. So we've got lots of those. Cam Cam, Cam Cam will be more animated. Okay. Fair point. She probably would be. Lots of giggling, but she might wake you up with all of the cackling and, and everything. I don't know. Kamala, she only speaks at the children's bedtime story level, so it will seem more natural. Okay. That's a good that's a good response. That's a that's a solid response for sure. Cam can because she probably wouldn't show up. I like that too. Disco, what are you going with? Who's reading you a bedtime story?
0: You know I can't stand, um, and you know I've I even I've had family members too who've had this like you know when the dentures are loose and stuff. It's just hard. It's like just you you don't need to talk. Just focus on your teeth. So I wouldn't do Nancy. I'd have to do Kamala. And uh, based on the way she described the rocket launch shoot, it might be kind of interesting as to where her inflections go and how yeah. she, you know, like, so, like, all right, like, let's see how that goes. Because uh, I just feel bad for people who have dentures. And when they start falling out and they're trying to continue to talk, I feel bad. It's like, just like,
2: take care. Take care. Yeah. Take yeah. care of yourself. You yeah. know, like, and then talk. So that's just where I'd, I'd have to lean on Kamala. Okay. So. Melanie says either one of them reading a bedtime story would create nothing but a nightmare for anyone. Toker oh, says. <laughs> Cam Cam Nancy's nightmare fuel. Uh, booze and ice cream, maybe Nancy. Then that's a fair point. <clears throat> All right, so I think I'm going Kamala. I I think for the pure cackle, I mean she she's made to tell a children's story. She the the only problem is of course is she's talking about geopolitics, you know, both foreign and domestic policy, as if she's telling a a children's story at at bedtime. Or yeah. even like the way she described that launch.
0: It's like, and, th- and then they, they lift it off. Like, yeah. like Right into the yeah. sky. Yeah. Like, a lot of people watched it live, actually. You know, like, we we know this. Like, yeah. you know, it's. We've been it's doing, doing like it a she, long she, time. It was just as, about as bad as when she was like, Hi, I'm Kamala Harris. I identify as a female. I'm sitting at this table and I'm wearing a blue suit. Like, it was about as bad as that, that
2: I, was, in my book. That, that you know, was, was just like, tragic for our country.
0: I, literally, I was just like are you in a room where people like don't know that that happened? Right. It, then preface that, but no, it's not. She just, like I said, it's like she was stalling for time that day. Go up and tell a story. Oh, oh, all right. <laughs> here we go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just start telling them what you're wearing. I don't know. Um, Let's get to, let's get to some more stories here, guys. Please hit that like button, whichever platform you're on. We're so glad that you're here spending some time with us today. Uh, again, hope you had a great weekend. Please make sure you're also subscribed to said channel, following said page, where, wherever you are. There's lots of different you know, out, outlets that we're going to right now. But one of the most unhinged on the loony left side of things is Keith Olderman, right? He's just an angry, angry dude. I, I struggle to even watch clips from him because some people are just so vile. That it's like, this isn't, this isn't good for anyone's Soul. You know, it's fun to pick on some people, in the case of Keith, it's like, man, I don't, even, I don't even want to be near you because you're just, you're toxic. But he's got an interesting idea when it comes to forcing compliance for red states and kind of where he thinks the country should go. Take a listen.
1: We are owned by guns,
0: and therefore there is only one way to stop the mass shootings it is to suffocate the businesses that make billions of dollars in profits off guns, to destroy the gun lobby, the death lobby, and the Republican party that defends those lobbies and those businesses. And the only way to do that is an economic civil war. The blue states have all the money. They must starve the red states into submission.
2: All right, so nobody in America is better at toning down toxic rhetoric than Keith Olbermann, right? We just heard that. <laughs> or not. I mean, but this, this unhinged lunatic wants to start a hot e- economic civil war right here at home with red states, which sounds crazy, and of course it is. But here's the thing here's the thing. I'm not opposed, as you guys know, with some form of conflict or separation in the country. So I don't totally disagree with that, and in one sense, it's like, yeah, man, let's take the gloves off, let's just do this, let's get this divorce over with. We hate each other, anyways. We're, we're it's, this is an irreconcilable relationship. But to his to his specific points of making it this economic civil war, there's of course some some flaws in in Olbermann's logic here because his assertion is that blue states have all the greatest amount of wealth. Therefore, they get to make all the rules, which is 100% an elitist view that would have been discussed at some J.D. Rockefeller dinner party. That's who these people are. That's how they actually view the world. But what's he talking about specifically? Is he trying the old boycott the red states thing that they did, that tantrum that they threw during COVID, which failed horribly, by the way, didn't work, Especially hey, when so all the politicians were actually going on vacation. <laughs> Coming, yeah. No one, none, no, no state <laughs> employees can leave, but we're listen, we're we're gonna dip out and go to South Beach for a little bit. Um, yeah. it, it, ridiculous. <laughs> we saw every hypocrite communist who pushed for lockdowns, as Disco just said, flee, flee for red states to go on vacation. So that didn't work out so well for them. But it,
0: it, it was great a- just to see AOC show up in Florida with her boyfriend yes. without a mask. When yes. like the day
2: before, she's like, "We all gotta wear masks." Well, <laughs> her like... boyfriend needed to come to Florida. He needs some sun. Like she's, yeah. oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, she. Or, and I guess now, I think they're married now. Well, Let's not talk about her. I'm, I'm, I'm sick. So let's let's get back to Keith. So so that's not gonna work. Is he talking about like a trade embargo between the states? Like I don't know. How about red state tariffs on blue states produce? I I, I don't know exactly what he's talking about. It or exactly what he's talking about, or what he's he's inferring with this economic civil war, but it, what, you, what he needs to do, what he's not going to do, because he's Keith Olbermann, he's a, a crazy-ass liberal, is think this through. Democrat policies only work when you have Republicans funding them. And when it comes to some of the stuff that he's suggesting, according to stats from last year, from 2022— when it comes to the largest manufacturing stages uh, states and the largest agricultural states, it's almost split evenly between red and blue states in this country. It's a wash. So I go back to Keith saying what he said and maybe kind of being on to something with an amicable breakup. If it w- if if it could be possible, why well, have a trade war? When we can just go our separate ways. Everything's kind of even as it is. We don't have to have this economic civil war. We don't have to have a bullets and bombs civil war. But it's not going to be that easy. Because again, they don't view the world through the appropriate lens. They don't view the world in reality. They don't see reality. They wouldn't know it if it smacked them in the face. And unfortunately, we're probably never going to be able to have any kind of a breakup that, that comes without violence or some sort of you know crazy-ass policies, embargoes, any of the stuff that he's referring to, because there's no compromise with these people. No compromise. He's a sad, unhappy man, flawed person, whose belief system, too, is flawed, by the way. And instead of making adjustments, he just is like, let's just go full Stalin. Let's just put out like an obey or die ultimatum and let's just go that route. That's, that's, that's what he's talking about, which leaves zero room for compromise. And we always say that there's no compromising with these people. You're, you can't even be 90% of the way there with them on an issue. If it's not 100%, they want you on a list, they want you dead. That, that's just the kind of level of violence and anger that's in them. And they're way too far down the rabbit hole of totalitarianism. They believe that they're intellectually superior. And they believe, because of those beliefs, that the rest of us have to comply with whatever they decide. This is the same guy who chastised people for not getting vaccinated, even though they likely had antibodies. We're going to talk about that, by the way, in Booze and Banter. We were right the whole time. We'll talk about it. It's going to be there. But he also adv- advocated for ostracizing the unvaccinated from polite society. He even suggested that the military go door to door and force vaccinations on people. This guy is unhinged. He wants to ban guns all over America. All guns. All types. And his way of doing that is true economic pressure. And when he says starving the red states, that, that, that's what he's talking about. Unfortunately for for Keith, the silver lining for our side is that the number of constitutional carry states just keeps going up. It's increasing. But I got to say, I mean, the one part, I I never agree with Keith Olbermann, but the one part where I can kind of be on point is they're ready. Like most of the time, they just want us to all come in line under there. Some of them, some of these dingbats on their side – are ready to say, you know, we're going to duke it out. Maybe not physically, but we're going to duke it out. Like, let's do it. We hate each other. We do not like each other again. I wish that wasn't the case. I don't want that to be the case. I would love for this country to be able to rally around the flag and unite again, but it's it's not going to happen. Could you
0: imagine if there was a second civil war and it was like a militia, you know, like, uh, you know, red states, We'd have a fully, <laughs> everyone would be armed and on the other side of the battlefield. If we're going like old school, on the other side of the battlefield, they'd be like, well, we don't believe in guns. You know, stop the violence with posters and chants and stuff. Yeah. That's what, that's what, that's what it would look like. Yeah. You know, because it's, I mean, it's, it's hard. You know, I, gosh, um, I think it was on Chad's show when he had the former NORAD commander on. And the he last was great. question he asked, yeah, he was great. The last question he asked him before he had him sign off, was, uh, you know, do you think we're in trouble? Like if, you know, if the government were to say to the military, like, go attack your own citizens, w- would the citizens be in trouble? And he said, without a doubt, no. I know for a fact that won't happen. Like the, the army would stand their ground. You know, the military would stand their ground and say, no, we're not doing it. And which, you know, I know he's not in there. He's retired.
2: But it no, was but good to I, hear him say that. you know, Yeah, it was good. 100%. Like, okay. like, like I've yeah, said that. Anyone who's okay. served has said that. Like the, the, the meat yeah. eaters who are out there doing the real job are on are on the side of the American people. Yeah. Ten days out of ten. And the ones who aren't aren't meat eaters. There's they're they're imposters who are who have somehow got in there and, and think that they're actually doing something. They're not. Yeah. Um all right, let's do this. Um <clears throat> let's take a quick break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about McCarthy who actually went to the border, you know. I'll we'll give you know, props. Credit due where credit's due. I mean it's he's He's not perfect, but he went to the border. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to get into another person who's so angry, and I usually just am relentless about, Rosie O'Donnell, who kind of got something quasi-right too. We'll talk about all that on the other side. Stick around.
0: MyPillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. MyPillow 2.0 is
2: truly the next generation of MyPillow.
4: The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free.
0: You're sleeping even better. And cooler
1: too. And you're looking good
4: feeling good
1: i knew you would
4: Visit it
3: mypillow.com
2: speaker kevin mccarthy traveled down to the border to get a first-hand look of joe biden's surrender of american sovereignty and the humanitarian crisis by the way that he and his administration have purposefully caused mccarthy when he was down there was asked how the united states was going to hold mexico accountable for the mass migration of illegal aliens into our country he got into it with the reporters here was his response here's the exchange take a listen
1: Mexico accountable for their part. Well I'm not President of the United States, mm-hmm. but the one thing I can be as Speaker of the House, I could put I could change legislation and put it into law. Because right now what has changed from President Trump to President Biden, there has been no legislation change. But why has the border, why has this region gone from sixty-six thousand people coming across to two hundred and fifty thousand? Why is everybody who comes across here wear camouflage outfit and rugs on their feet? Why are we catching so much fentanyl? The only thing that changed was the administration and the administration policies. So if you want to stop fentanyl, the first call you should make is to President Xi. It's exactly what I told President Biden inside the Oval Office the other week. Call President Xi and tell him to stop the chemicals coming down. If you want to stop the cartels, you got to be serious about it. These are terrorist organizations. Call them as such and take the action to stop them. They are making billions of dollars. They are human trafficking. What John told you, the rancher, he did not mention. His family has found 14 dead bodies on his ranch in just the last couple years. Those are human bodies. He tells the story of his grandson smelling the body. It is different from a dead cow. Why is that happening? Because the administration's policies that is allowing it to happen. The administration, on the day President Biden was sworn in, when you look at the gaps in the wall, why are they there? Why are these lights wired but not working? Because we got a new president that said to stop it. We paid for the metal to go up, but it's stored far away. There's gaps that allow it to come in. That's wrong. Why are they having Border Patrol agents becoming processing agents and taking away from the job they want to do? That continues to harm the cartels able to watch and take advantage of it. So more drugs come into America that kill Americans. That has got to stop.
2: Well, that does have to stop. And what has changed? You know, The question is, what has changed? And, and he addressed part of it. What's changed is, is, is Joe Biden came into office. His merry band of American-hating com- American commie thieves came into office. They, that is a massive deal. Joe and whoever's pulling the strings have to keep the hard left lunatics at bay they got to they got to appease them and an open border is a victory they have to give these left-wing just crazies That, that that's that's something that has to happen their goal is to get as many of these people into the country as possible we talk about it all the time get them on as much public assistance as possible make them totally dependent on the government which breaks our system but it also makes them a part of a long-term voting block for the democrats they're reliant see all this stuff we gave you it crushes the middle class here lowers wages everywhere i mean it does so much in terms of what they want to accomplish with their plans their goals for this country so that's what's happening and we've got the China, you know, there's the China stuff. Again, the cartel stuff is obviously huge, but you've got the fentanyl. The, the amount of fentanyl that's coming across is literally mind-blowing. And these people, they don't care. Biden, in this Luciferian group of unremarkable seat fillers in D.C., they don't want to upset China. Because permanent Washington has sold their souls to China. Disco, what do you think the main reason is that permanent Washington doesn't want to upset, upset China? Please form your answer in the phrase of a question.
0: Playing Jeopardy? Yes. Um, what, what is money?
2: What is know. money? There we go. There <laughs> we go. Money, moolah, dead presidents, greenbacks, fun tickets. Any of those things would have worked. That's what it is. They've captured. China has captured a lot of our politicians, our businesses. And China has this massive influence, if not total control, over our entertainment industry some of our sports league you think of the nba and stuff like that and and again credit to 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 china and their leadership they're shrewd they're smart they're playing the game smart instead of conquering us with troops they've used their own capitalist system to encourage fellow americans to sell sell out their own country to sell out america and that sounds awful it sounds doomsday i'm not saying it's over end of game there is hope. Some of the, the tide is changing somewhat. But <clears throat> but that's what's happening. These guys these guys own us on so many levels. And shame on us. Shame on the people who, who, who were who were bought out by them initially. And shame on us for not recognizing all of this stuff. Not just this, stuff with elections, stuff with our government, stuff with there's so much that we're aware of now, but the system is so far ahead of us we got a lot of work to do. we got a lot of work to do. But let's move on to East Palestine because there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Again, that's the the location that Joe didn't go. Check out this new video. I want to show the Rosie O'Donnell clip. We'll talk about it a little bit more. But check out this new video. We showed uh, J.D. Vance the other day putting a stick in the lake and moving, kind of jostling around the the creek and and seeing the chemicals that were in it. This is a new one. There's a woman who throws this rock in, and they'll zoom in on it. Take a look. Wow. Look
3: at all that. Look at it. It's all in the bottom of the creek bed. They burned all the chemicals off of there, right?
4: That's what I heard, yeah. <laughs> Maybe off the top. So,
2: this is look, it, that's not normal. That's not how normal water and creek beds look. You can clearly see chemicals in the creek. Creeks shouldn't look like driveways, says Toker. Exactly. The natural state of water does not include colorful rainbows. This cover-up is in overdrive in East Palestine. And the reason being is the public-private partnership between government and businesses. The cozy relationships. I mean, you look at specifically Norfolk Southern, who's who's the, the people responsible for this. Their relationship with the government is making it almost impossible to get answers for people. And not only has the federal government dropped the ball, but Mike DeWine, the governor there, even though he's a Republican, quote unquote, finger parents, has screwed the pooch with his disastrous decisions. And I've had my suspicions about him since the pandemic. And after this debacle, it's, it's abundantly clear that the dude's more of a rhino, would thrive in the swamps of D.C., and he probably will.
0: Now, did you see the, um, a Canadian posted a video about the snow that just came through for them? Ah uh, yes, and uh, I... and it's starting to melt, and now they're starting to see that up there, and they're like, "We're in Canada." Yeah, like, and they're like, so they're telling the people in Ohio that everything's fine. Like, why is that, why are we affected by it now? Because of the way the wind blew and it took the chemicals with. Right. It's incredible. I was trying to pull it in earlier, and it it kept getting corrupted, so I just I just stopped. I was like, forget. I'm not
2: gonna. I just want to at least bring it up. Like, geez, it's 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 spreading. Yeah. Well, it, this <clears throat> this thing is is a really big deal and and you know it's a big deal by how little they're talking about it, you know it's a, a a big deal by how little they're doing to help again the epa was like we're going to get there when we think things are safe that says a lot right there and it likewise says a lot with biden and i mean as soon as as soon as trump announced he was going there that's the first time we even really heard from the epa trump's going there to visit biden not going there going to Ukraine. I mean. Just everything about this thing should have people extremely concerned. And some people are, oh, it's just an awful train accident that happened. No, 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 no. There's so much more to it than that. So much more to it. And even if that is the case and it's just that, what it, the response to it afterwards, it's, man, it's, it's tragic. I hate it for those people. As you guys have said multiple times in the chat today, they've got no response, no assistance, no support. Here's $2,000. Shut up. Let's not talk about this anymore. Well, that's, and not, it's that's not how America's supposed to be. And it's
0: hard for the people who are backing up Biden right now and saying like, hey, "He's doing everything great and all this stuff." I would I would raise the question to them. So you think it's better that he went and visited another country than our own uh, a city in his own country that he ra- that he you know that he's over he governs right now and uh, not checking in on them because yeah. you know after every earthquake and every hurricane and tornado like usually that happens the president will come and show why is this different right why is this different and I mean I mean we've talked about it, it you know it goes back to the whole the green new deal when it's like even the meme we showed on Thursday where it's like the gas oven the stoves <laughs> bad this oh, the memes. Okay. Yeah, yeah 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 you know like <laughs> no, yeah, like no this, big this, deal this, no big deal nothing to see here and it's hard stuff okay so what's so bad about Trump G- give me a reason now especially when he's going to check on people in America now, and he's not even, he's a four. He's not even a the current. He's a former president. So well, what's the big You don't see other former presidents doing that, going out of their way, taking time out of their schedule to go check on right. a, a disaster like this. And it's just, you know, regardless that he's running or, or not, you know, like it's still like, come on, someone needs to step up and he's stepping up.
2: Yeah. Well, and, and, and honestly, what's Trump going to do there? I, he's, he's going to show support. We got a great clip of Trump yeah. by the way today to show in booze and banter of helping this this Mexican American family, it's an old clip. It's a, it's a recent clip about an old story. Um, you'll you'll get it when when I show it in booze and banter. But but that's I mean, there's a couple levels of this, right? There's obviously response, but the first response needs to be we we see you, we hear you, we understand what's happening, and we care for you, and we're gonna do whatever we can. That that is a human response. That is that has not been done. It, by way of the media not covering it, the government not doing anything, all of that stuff. So you miss out there. Then there's the actual what are you going to do to fix this? What are you going to do to tell us the truth, to be transparent about, you know, our water and our our, our land and, and the soil and all of this stuff. But, but we literally couldn't even get past the first one that should be easy for humans who care. And that's a depressing state. It, it shows that it, it shows how depraved we are. As a and, country right now
0: <clears throat> yeah and and you know that if this was a blue city or a blue state where something like this would happen,
2: they would have been there they right would have been hundred percent oh. a it's a it's a red voting community, so they don't care
0: and so and that's that like it has nothing to do it's it's people, but I feel like that's another thing why they're not covering why they're not go like why aren't you know why not no well, they weren't our constituents, they weren't our voters, so
2: we're fine, right. we're okay. right it's fine. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Well, I told you, I think it was Wink who who said earlier, can we not look at Rosie? Just listen to Rosie. I don't want to do either, honestly, because I I do think that she's just is always so angry. I get people having their opinions. That's fine. Have, Have different opinions. Shout me down this, that and the other. But she's always so angry about it. But she she's somewhat measured in this and she gets a good portion of what she says here on the train to the derailment. Right. Take a listen.
3: It's Friday all day, as my Nana would say. And I've been reading all the news reports on this horrible train derailment and chemical spill, toxic poisoning in Ohio, and fish dying, and chickens dying, and animals getting sick, and people feeling sick. And then the EPA comes out with a very non-alarmist, everything's okay, don't worry about a thing, statement. And it's infuriating. I don't trust the EPA. I don't trust them. After 9-11, I don't know how anyone could. 9-11, they said it was safe to go back downtown to the World Trade Center. And it wasn't. There was no cleanup. There was dust everywhere. Toxic, horrible, cancer-causing. And they lied to the American people. I don't believe the EPA. I think what's happened there is like Love Canal, or it's like Three Mile Island, where there's poisoning. They've poisoned hundreds of thousands of people. Their lives ruined. Ruined. They say, well, if I was someone, I heard a reporter say, if I was there, I'd pack up my kids and go. Well, you know what? Not everyone can do that. They don't have anywhere else to go. People are living month to month, week to week. They don't have stored up reserves to go stay in a hotel for two, three months, a year. Fact is, they're going to have to leave that town. And, you know, the water supply, it goes to so many states. This is like a tragedy of epic proportion. And it's criminal negligence by that chemical and train company and nothing's being done about it. It's not on the news enough. It's not something that people are talking about. It's like being pushed to the back burner and it's like so many deaths are going to occur from this. I don't know, it's so depressing to me. So depressing. I was watching Jon Stewart speak on it here on TikTok or maybe it was Instagram. He's so smart, that guy, and he's done so much for 9-11 first responders, and he really is an intellectual, and boy, is he able to sort of spoon-feed it to you so you understand, you know? And I appreciate him for all he's done. I love his stance politically, and I love who he is as a humanitarian, and go on his TikTok and look what he said. It's tragic. TikTok, you don't stop so sad
2: all right so for the first time in my life maybe ever i agree with rosie o'donnell with most of what she said there i I, john stewart is a bright guy i don't think john stewart is uh one of the greatest thinkers of all time like she kind of holds him you know up up on that pedestal but he has done some great things for veterans so i will again credit due where, where credit is due but I do agree that I, who, no one trusts the EPA. When when have they been correct, the EPA, in their assessment of any environmental accident? Never. They, I mean, I'm going back to what I said earlier. This is public-private partnerships between governments and businesses. And that partnership is an unholy alliance. Because you have politicians who are depending on campaign donations and dollars from these businesses who in in turn are expecting beneficial decisions regarding their businesses. It's a nasty system. And she's right. Rosie's right. When she, 100% correct, when she talks about the lie that the EPA told about their air quality at Ground Zero, that that is a true story. What happened? Hundreds of first responders from across the country, not just in New York, who were digging through the rubble at World Trade Center looking for these murdered American citizens became sick because they were inhaling toxic air that our own government said, now, don't worry about it. You're fine. It's okay to breathe that. You're good to go. So she she gets that right. And again, when it comes to this stuff, and, and, and I'm pleased to see that she gets this right because she tends to be uber political. She tends to be uber angry. And when it comes to stuff like this, accidents like this, where Americans, whether it's a blue voting district or county or a red one, we're supposed to do the right thing. We're supposed to help each other out. We're supposed to call out. And I, I, the other thing I disagree with is she said that Norfolk Southern needs to be held accountable. You know, this is criminal. I agree. But so too is the government. What's happening here? <clears throat> all right, folks. We're headed over to Booze and Banter. It's that time. We're actually a couple minutes behind. But we're going to be on redvoicemedia.com. We're going to get into this. We'll show this. We, you guys, we were right all along. Of course, you know that. But we're going to talk about how immunity from COVID infection provides higher protection than the vaccine. We'll talk about that. We're going to talk about Trump. We're going to talk about this, uh, what's going on in Austin, Texas. We might, if we have time, get into Don Lemon. All of that. Go over to redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew to sign up. Then just go watch on the live tab. You can click live on the homepage on Red Voice Media, or you can go to redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB. We hope to see you there. For some reason we don't. We'll see you tomorrow. Be safe. Be smart. Be free.
0: You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.